<laughs> I praise God for it. Amen. Just to be here is worth a is a worth a fortune. Glory to God. Church, I love you, appreciate you. Putting up with me all these years. Y'all got patience, I know. Y'all got patience. If you love me, if you love me, I know you're saved. I've been one of the meanest, hardest preachers I know of anywhere around. Amen, but I grinned and loved you as I went home. Praise the Lord. God's been good to me. Uh, we've been able to visit just a little bit this week, and that's an uplift. Uh, we didn't see Scott's mom, and, and she knowed me. And this is what, this what Roy said, Scott's dad. He said, I love her, and she loves me, and we love you. <laughs> Amen. So I just hugged her neck. Praise the Lord. That's what it's all about, loving one another. Pray for me. I've, uh, I've got some, I think, internal tissues. Yeah, it must be a part in your thyroid. I don't know. They're trying to get it back up, and I ain't got no thyroid. How are you going to get it back up if I ain't got one? Amen. And I think they left that little part that cries every once in a while. I've cried out here. I've cried in the prayer room. Cried down beside the bed last night. Cried down at the altar this morning. Hey, my God's been good to me. Amen. Took care of my every need. Justin brought out a bunch of this, so I ain't going to cover it. Uh, if you're here Wednesday night, you got it. If you ain't, go home and read it. Amen. It's, it's some good writing. The first verse of the 17th chapter of First Kings. And Elijah the Tishbite, who was of the inhabitants of Gilded, said unto Ahab, As the Lord God of Israel liveth before whom I stand, there shall not be dew nor rain three years, but according to to my word. And the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, Give thee hence, and turn thee eastward, and hide thee thyself by the brook Cherith. God spoke to Elijah, and Elijah preaching this message, knowing he's preached out by faith, knowing that he was going to get the same hardships that Ahab had knowing that he was going to get three years of drought just like everybody else. But he was willing to do the Lord. Are we willing to suffer for the Lord? And he said, get down by the brook Cherith that is before Jordan. It's on the west side of Jordan. And it shall be that thou shalt drink of the brook. And I thought about, he went by faith this morning uh, right before I left for church. I got a call from a, a man and his wife, and I, I listened. I tried to listen, and they prayed. God strengthened Bill's faith, and then the wife prayed after the man prayed, and I listened, and she said, she prayed, God strengthened Bill's faith. Amen. According to my faith, that's how it's going to be to me. That's how it was oh, to Elijah. And he went off down there at the brook, amen, and they 
took care of him. God took care of him. There's a little cake of bread done there for him when he come. And God said, the ravens will feed you, and you can drink out of the brook. And God knew with a three-year drought that brook was going to run dry. So he wouldn't get to stay there very long at all. I'm going to tell you something. When you think you're on a dead, dead end, and there ain't nothing to drink, and there ain't nothing to eat, and not another blessing. God has already got this thing. He fixed up after that old a brook went dry and things began to change down there. He sent him up to a place of Zerapath. Amen. And he had a little widow woman. I guess this finished stirring up of this heart. And if I don't forget it, I'm going to tell you how this message come, come to me. Laying down there in the hospital, what, what God gave me. Laying in the hospital, that's been, that's been three, four weeks, I don't even know, be four weeks tomorrow. Amen. And God, laying there and I couldn't sleep and he spoke to my heart and he gave me, gave me a message. And I was out picking up a few sticks uh, yesterday to kindle my fire. I was still like an old wood fire. And I was gathering sticks and I never, I never pick up sticks in my yard that I don't think about this little woman and her boy and she was picking up enough sticks to bake her last cake of me. I know Justin uh, preached this but I want to just touch on it for just just a minute so when he seen the brook going dry, God sent him up there well, glory to God. When it looks like you can't go here, God's got a place prepared for you there. Amen. Man, we give up too quick. Can y'all hear me? That is my voice awful. I love you. I'm sorry. I can't preach no better, but that's, that's the best I can do. And he said he sent him down there at the Zerapath. Amen. And there's a woman there that said she would sustain thee. I thought about it and I wondered. Uh, sometimes, church, uh, when we get out there and we feel all alone, I want us to get this, that God was blessed. And Elijah, he was taken care of Elijah. He was being sustained. Ain't you Fell him down there in that old room. You felt him uh, when you I uh, was getting ready to go to chemo. You know somebody in Mount Vernon, Vernon was praying for you. You know that God had left you. That's the greatest thing I can think of in all of my life, that we know that God ain't left us. Amen. We need to stay in his will. And he had one problem right after another. I will go on in God's word, but I want us to know God ain't left you. But if you'll come back where you walked away, the Holy Ghost of God will come. It's been a long time since I cried and got in the shadow. Shadow of God, like I did this morning. I praise God for what He's done for me. It's been a while, amen, but it can come again. He can take care of me. He can bless me. I got a whole page full of notes. Right there down, I got two lines of scripture I need to read. I ain't no no man, I don't know how to do it. But he he said there, let's let's read that. And the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, Get thee hence and turn toward and hide thyself by the brook's earth. It shall be that thou shalt drink of the brook, and I have commanded the ravens to feed thee. There's a great blessing in that. Oh, ain't nobody much likes a crow. And a crow just a, I mean, a raven just a hopped up crow. 
Amen. And it was coming down there to him, and he said, Amen. And I have commanded the ravens to feed you. Elijah said, he could have said, my Lord and my God, I can't eat this stuff that the birds has brought me. I can't eat of this bread that the ravens has crumbled on. You know what God would have said? You leave what I give you or you won't have. He don't say that in the Bible, but he made his choice. I'm going to eat what the ravens got. I'm going to drink out of the creek, amen, that God has prepared for me, that he's took care of for me. And I've got, he said over in the 18th chapter, I could cover a lot there, but he, he's done got it, amen. So in the 18th chapter in the first verse, and it come to pass after many days that the word of the Lord, you think about this. This is one chapter over. So we know for a fact that three years have passed. And it came to pass after many days that the word of the Lord came to Elijah in the third year, saying, Go show thyself unto Ahab, and I will send rain upon the earth. There he goes again. He's got to do what God says do. He's saying that, that God, that God said, if you'll pray, I'll stop the rain. He's saying that God said, if you'll go talk to Ahab, he said, I'll send rain. Ahab was his enemy, but Ahab was the ruler, and Ahab had messed up big time in life. And Elijah in the third year saying, Go show thyself unto Ahab, and I will send rain upon the earth. And Elijah went to show him, himself unto Ahab, and there was a sore famine in Samaria. And Ahab called Obadiah, which was the governor of his house. Now Obadiah feared the Lord greatly. There we are, just like Obadiah. Obadiah said, remember the good work that I have done. Obadiah said, I, when, when Jezebel was taken away, the children of God said, I grabbed a hundred up and took them and split them up by fifties and put them in two, two caves. And I took the bread of Ahab and I went down there and I fed them. Do you remember that? He feared God, but he dreaded facing Ahab. He dreaded telling Ahab, you need to meet Elijah. Have you ever been to the place that you dreaded meeting the preacher? I'm talking about the real preacher. That's sitting on the right hand of God. Have you ever been to you dreaded meeting him? Amen. Because you feared. You feared. The Bible tells us not to fear. Not to fear what man will do to us. And he said, for it was so when Jezebel cut off the prophets of the Lord that Obadiah took a hundred prophets and hid them by fifty into a cave. I'm going to hurry through this, church. Amen. I'm going to jump down. Uh, let's just jump down to about 17 of the 18th chapter of First Kings. And it came to pass when Ahab saw Elijah that Ahab said unto him, are thou he that troubleth Israel? That's how I know Ahab 
had done many things and fell away from God. Ahab looked at Elijah and he said, are you the one that troubles Israel? You know what? A preacher that'll preach the word of God and stand on the word of God will trouble Beulah. Amen. It'll trouble Logat. I'd like to tell you something else. It'll trouble Galax. Amen. When you start losing faith with God and start doing the things that you want to do, I'm going to tell you, you lose contact with God. Amen. And you've got away from God. So you are troubled in your house. You're troubled in your soul. You're troubled on your workplace. You're troubled in church. Amen. When one shouts and you know you've lost your shout, you're troubled. Amen. The altar stays open. The altar is open. I won't pray with you, and I won't quit preaching unless God says to. But if you're troubled in spirit today, you need to get right with God and know that it ain't Elijah causing trouble. It ain't Lamont causing trouble. It ain't the preacher up the road. It's because we ain't right with God, because they're coming against the flesh and the ungodly life that we're living. And he said, and he answered in the 18th verse, 18th chapter, and he answered, I have not troubled Israel, but thou and thy father's house, in that ye have forsaken the commandments of the Lord, and that thou hast followed Balaam. Thou hast followed Balaam. If you don't know what Balaam is, it's absolutely separate from God absolutely in the other direction from where God is. Amen. He said, you, you have forsaken the commandments of God and followed Balaam. And I, I, I'd like to go into a long message here, but i got to go. Amen. And i got to go. And then therefore said, send I and gather me all Israel. Elijah said this, Now therefore send and gather to me all Israel and to Mount Carmel and the prophet of Baal four hundred and fifty and this prophet of the grove four hundred which eat at Jezebel's table. There's four hundred and fifty and there's four hundred, that's eight hundred and fifty that one eat at Jezebel's table. The prophets of Baal. Do you think that the hellish people out here today and some are standing behind pulpits, amen, glory to God, they are prophets of Baal. They're not prophets of God. They're telling the sinner he's all right. They're telling him because he professed Christ one time and Christ wasn't even in the church house. Must last in their heart. And they went out and they told him, you are all right. You're just in a fleshly body and you can sin. Can I tell you something? Jesus came down and walked 33 years in the land of Israel and he preached the gospel the last three and a half years and he walked the life before the people of God. Amen. Can I tell you something? Go back and check it out. He never sinned the first time. Amen. He grinned when they persecuted him. He never knocked down the people. He told them they need to get right with God. They need to get right with God. 
You can't go to heaven. I was sin in your life. And Elijah came into all the people and said, How long halt ye between two opinions? If the Lord be God, follow him. But if Baal, then follow him. And the people answered him, Not a word. I'm going to ask you today. I'm going to ask you today. Choose this day who you're going to serve. Or make up your mind. How long are you going to hold between two opinions? How long are you going to listen to your wife, fellas? Amen. And let her lead you where she wants you to go. Wives, I ain't picking on you. But look what Jezebel done, amen, to Ahab. Because how many times through the Bible have we seen them? How about Adam and Eve? How about it? Glory to God, he wanted to satisfy her. He didn't want to quarrel in the garden, so he took a bite. So Ahab, the power of Satan, the power of Satan is strong, church. There ain't no wonder I've been sick all night and dry on the chip. Satan didn't want this to come out. But let me say it one more time. Ahab must have been a godly man at one time. And he was put into authority. And he married a wife, Jezebel. Therefore, the man never had no more peace with God. Because she was a, pro a prophetess of Baal. She was a worshiper of Baal. I forgot what it says in Proverbs about a brawling woman. I ain't preaching on woman now. I'm going to preach on the cloud. Amen. But think about, I'm going to tell you, there's been one preacher after preacher that threw it in a towel. It wasn't a woman's fault. It wasn't a woman's fault. He should have kept preaching. He should have kept walking. But it happened all through the Bible. Nobody can stand and tell me that David wasn't a man of God. But he looked too many times on Bathsheba. They can't tell me that Solomon wasn't a man of God. More knowledge and wisdom than, than any man before him or after. 700 concubines and 300 wives. And the Bible said that he took away his heart from God. I'd like to tell you something today. You can't do but a few things at one time. And one of them... It's where God sends you go. And the other one is where God sends you go. Amen. Another one is where God sends you go. Do what God wants you to do. Amen. Instead of listening to the prophets of Baal. How many today? When I growed up, there was Christianity. There was religion. There was salvation in our schools. We could read the Bible. We could pray. We could love one another. And today they wonder why there are shootings every week. They wonder why. They wonder why there's, there's abortions. They wonder why there's no discipline in our homes. Because we've walked away from God. We have walked away from God. We can admit it or, or we can let it go by. But we have walked away from God. And it said in the 25th verse, And Elijah said unto the prophets of Baal, 
Choose you one bullock for yourself and dress it first, for you are many and call on the name. They was 850. I done said that. I know that. There's 850. And Elijah said, he said it somewhere here, I only, I am left alone. And I'm going to come against 850 of the adversary, the devil's crowd. I'm going to come against them. They were prophets of Baal. My friend today, every prophet that jumps up here and says, I'm a prophet of God. Amen. Some of them are prophets of the devil. I can see it. The last service I was in, I can see the, I can see the shirt right now that the lady had on. It was blue and yellow. Blue with big yellow flowers. And a man got up and prophesied, I can see it plain as day. I was getting a terrible feeling from this prophet. And then he prophesied this, and he called out the blue and the yellow. And he said, prosperity is going to come to you. Things is going to happen in your life. I can't tell you the length of time, but I've seen it come to pass. Her and her husband separated. Kids went in other directions. A broken home. Is that prosperity? Hello, church. It's trouble. It's trouble. What? what? Don't listen to these that jump up and say they're prophets. Listen to what say the word of God. I don't know what holds tomorrow for you, but I know tomorrow you better hang on to Jesus. We better hang on to Jesus. God knows our needs. God knows where we stand. It's going to get good here in a minute, church. Y'all just wait on me. Just wait on me. 27, it came to pass at noon that Elijah mocked them and said, Cry aloud, he is a God, little G. Neither he is talking or he is pursuing or he is on a journey. Or perhaps he's asleep. And must he be awakened? When Elijah abode, 850 men standing there on the other side of the fence to tear Elijah down. Uh, he laughed at them and their God after they'd prayed and prayed and prayed. All the way down to evening, and he wouldn't even talk to them. That's kind of like my doctor's office. Amen. I can call and call and they won't answer me. <laughs> Hello. That's a good spot for my doctor's office. And ooh, I feel to come back on that. That's a good spot for my doctor's office. What good is a God, amen, that you call on and he won't answer? Hello. I guess I'd spend a lot of time with Bill. I'd like to tell you something. You and I have spent too long with prophets of Baal. We've listened to the drawing power of Satan to satisfy flesh. Every day, he's telling one of my Vernon's people, you don't know to, need to go back to church. You go on down the road, and you can get some pleasure. You don't have to go to church every day. I've heard that 54 years. Soon be 55 years. He's a liar. 
He's the one that left me in the side ditch. Oh, glory to God. And it come to pass when midday was passed that the prophets, the prophets prophesied until the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice that there was neither voice nor any answer nor any that regarded. And Elijah said unto all the people, Come near unto me. And all the people came unto him. And the repairs of the altar, Lord, that was broken down. I didn't read it up there, but it says that they stopped after they prayed and their God of Baal wouldn't answer. They jumped up and down on the altars and they tore the altars down. They pitching fits. Hey, can I tell you something? When you see these fit pictures, fit pictures in church, they're worshiping Baal. They never got their way. Their God never answered. So they're going to pitch a fit on every who's left standing. Amen. So pay it no mind. Let them know they're the devil's crowd. Stand up against 850. We know Elijah won the victory with God over 850, and he done it alone as far as by himself. But God was there. And he said, and Elijah was took 12 stones according to the number of the tribes of the son of Jacob, and to whom the word of the Lord came, saying, Israel shall be thy name. And with the stones he built an altar in the name of the Lord. I'm going to tell you right now, church, why I'm winning this victory right here today. I went to the old altar of stone. Yeah, I went to the old altar in the bathroom. I went to the old altar beside of the bed. Hey, by the way, I went to the woods working along the side of the road. How about it, Andy? We've done it several times and had to get out and pray to win the victory over Satan. He's a thief come to kill still and to destroy. I need to hurry. Amen. And let's go to 36. And it came to pass at the time of the offering, the even sacrifice, that Elijah the prophet came near and, and of Israel, let it be known this day that thou art the God, big G, in Israel, and that I am thy servant, and that I have done all these things at thy word. He knew the, the drought was coming. But he went down to the brook, and God fed him. The brook went dry, and the ravens had to move. And he went up to Zerapath. Amen, and the drought got so bad. And the woman's son died, and he stayed there till his journey was done there. And then the three and a half years were expired. Amen, he said, Obadiah, go tell Ahab that I need to talk to him. <laughs> Amen, glory. Let me tell you, Ahab's done you wrong. He's got to talk to you one day. Amen, if they've done you wrong, they've got to talk to you one day. Praise the name of Jesus. Hear me, O Lord. Hear me that this people may know that thou art the Lord God and that thou hast turned their heart back again. 
He said the people turned their hearts back to God. The people saw the work of God. Then the fire of the Lord fell and consumed the burnt offering and the wood and the stone and the dust, and he licked up the water that was in it. We find it that he, uh, he uh, prayed, and there's 12 barrels of water. He done three and three and said, fill it again, three and fill it again. And he said, so he got all the ditch was dug for was about two or three pegs. Wasn't, a, wasn't hardly no water, just a small ditch. He drowned everything around. How many of you tried to start a fire with burnt with wet wood? Hello, do we come to church with wet wood and expect to get a fire going? No, we'll leave church and we're still cold. Amen, we need to build a fire out of dry wood, cleaned up wood, wood that, that, that straightened you out. I got a little more to preach right here, and I promise you I'm going to quit. And so Ahab, Ahab, this is a 42nd verse. So Ahab went up to eat and to drink. Ahab wasn't worried about it because he is the king. If there's anything anywhere to eat, they had to feed him first. So he went to eat. He wasn't even concerned. If I'd have had my way, I'd have probably killed Ahab. Amen. I'm glad I don't always get my way. And Elijah went up to the top of Carmel, and he cast himself down upon the earth and put his face between his knees. While Ahab, the, the, the prophets of Baal and, and Jezebel, were following after Baal, they went to eat. But the man of God, Elijah, went down, and he put his face down between his knees, and he began to pray. And he said, and he went up to the top of Mount Carmel, and he cast himself down upon the earth and put his face between his knees. And he said to the servant, I should have looked up from down about Jordan, amen, up to Mount Carmel. And I've been to Jordan and down on the river, baptized in River Jordan. Amen. And I stood on Mount Carmel, Jonathan Barker's granddad. Amen. Old man Owen Barker. Preached one of the greatest messages I've ever heard right on top of old Mount Carmel. And the power of God fell down. Amen. And he said unto his servants, Go up now and look toward the sea. This is kind of where I'm going. And he went up, looked toward the sea, and that was the Mediterranean. Amen. He looked towards, back towards the Mediterranean. And he went up and he looked and said, There is nothing. And he said, go again seven times. Why does the Lord want to work you to death, you reckon? He wants to know if you mean business. Yeah. They had to march around Jericho seven times. A lot of things had to be done seven times. So I may not get the answer the first time. I didn't get saved first time I went to the altar. But I got, can I tell you, I got saved. I'm saved by the grace of God. And he said unto the servants, go up, and I done read that. 44, 
and it shall come to pass at the seventh time. I'm going to tell you, Elijah had faith, did he not? He said, at, at the seventh time that he said, Behold, there arises a little cloud. That's what I want to preach on, a little cloud, just a little cloud out of the sea like a man's hand. And he said, And go up, say unto Ahab, Prepare thy chariots. Amen. And get down that the rain stop not. Stop thee not. I thought about in the scripture, and we can read it over in Exodus 40. And the cloud was, was totally the leader. And a cloud is a, just a mass, a, a, a mass in the air of droplets of water. And I think I said it Wednesday night, maybe. But as a plane goes through the clouds, it, it shakes its wings. So it is, it, it's a, what do you call it? It's, a, it's a, a mass. It's just a mass. And when the plane goes through it, it shakes. But you can't see through it. I flew above them, and you can't see down and see the earth. But he said the cloud was just right for the children of Israel by day. And sometimes the cloud would stay there. You know why 600 died? I think I said this Wednesday night. Call me repeat. You never got it the first time. Amen. But glory to God, I want us to know that the reason 600 died, they didn't stay on the cloud. The cloud said go. They, they didn't want to go. And they wanted because the food wasn't right. This wasn't right. They talked about Moses. Moses stayed on the mountain 40 days and nights getting the Ten Commandments from God. Amen. And, and they come down, and when it got dark, every now and then, for their safety, God would build a fire in a cloud. Can you imagine a cloud with a fire in it? And he said the, cow, the pillar of a cloud of fire went by night so they'd have light. And can, can you imagine this? Uh, well, DJ counted up a number the other day. But 12,000, 14,000, 36,000 people. What a cloud of light that took them through. And on top of that, God hid the enemy from seeing the cloud. The Bible don't say that. But they went through places that they would have been attacked because the enemy was there. But God didn't let them see. He come through the Red Sea, and they couldn't see. They couldn't see. There's a wall come up that they couldn't even see what was happening. You know, if there hadn't been a wall of God, when Lamont went in and drowned it, I said, there's a suck hole I ain't a going. But they couldn't see. And then the church and everything flipped upside down. And God led them with a cloud. I want us to know something today. That cloud wasn't no bigger than a man's hand. That's what the Bible said. And he had to go the seventh time to look and to see that the cloud was there. I was laying there in that hospital bed. And God run this scripture through my mind. I wasn't reading it. I was just laying there. 
laying there down. You know how we are. Amen. In that cloud, the man's hand, the size of a man's hand. The next thing I know, the blessings of God begin to come because of the clouds. When Solomon dedicated the temple, the, the smoke, the cloud come down. I have literally in Mount Vernon Church, believe me or take it to war, it don't matter. Amen. The cloud, the smoke of God, so strong in Mount Vernon Church, you couldn't see the back. I laid, and I think it was before these four pews were added, but I laid right back there in the altar, and God knocked me out cold in a wet rock. I come to, I was laying in the floor. I'm talking about the power of God. I want us to listen to really what I'm saying. The power of God, the cloud, was leading the people out. And in that cloud, man, I don't understand it all, but in that cloud, there was rain. And it was only the size of a man's hand. It goes on, and he, Elijah come to Ahab, said, man, you better get off this mountain, it's steep. You better get off of this mountain and get down there or you're going to be wiped out with the ears of Baal. Can I tell you, oh, yeah, must have been a lazy man. That's why he got in shape he's in. He didn't go check for himself. He checked with Jezebel. Amen. So he jumped in his chariot and took off to get off of that mountain. Elijah done what he had to do, and he just took off running. You talking about speedball? Elijah passed him. If he was running in a marathon, he won. He passed that man in a chariot. He must have had a slow mule, or Elijah was mighty fast. And he meant, he said, y'all meet me down there by the brook. I may not pronounce this right. Kurth. Meet me down there by the brook. And he said, them 450 prophets of Baal, kill them. Kill them. Don't spare one of them. Kill them. I know they were under the law, but I'm going to go somewhere. Lamont started with it this morning. Amen. We're walking behind our children instead of in front of them. I thought me and Janet had spoiled our boys. You ain't listening, are you, Todd? We have spoiled our boys and our grandkids. I thank God for Todd and Melissa. Don't get me wrong. But we have spoiled ours. Till if they don't get it, they think Papa and Mama will get it. And if Papa don't get it, I find out later Mama has. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. Told a little great grandson yesterday, <laughs> said, I got to feed you this sugar fast. Said, Daddy will have a fit when he comes in. <laughs> Ain't that how we are? We don't like to admit that. But I'm going to tell you, those that are prophets of Baal and eating at Jezebel's table 
or going to die by the sword. I need to tell you this, and this will make the hair stand up on your head. It did me. I was in a Kairos meeting in prison up in Virginia, and a man come up, little short fella, real short, just a, just a tad chubby, not much. He said, I need to talk to you. And I, I was in the, I was in jail for all day in Kairos. I said, let her out. He's out of South Carolina. Don't know what he's doing up here in Virginia, but that's where he's at. He sat down beside him and we kind of pulled our chairs back till just me and him was talking from a round table. I never asked him, Terry, but he said, I need to tell you what I've done. And he said, I don't think God can forgive me. He said, I killed a man. I killed a person. He might not have said man. I killed a person, and I chopped up their body. How cruel is that? I've got so tender-hearted I can't even kill a squirrel or a rabbit. But he said, I chopped him up. And they found enough of the scraps in the hog pen. Till he identified the body. And I was watching, I don't know, probably too much TV. I'll turn it on and watch 13 minutes and change. But I saw this on TV and it brought it back to my mind. It's uh, Hawaiian 5 0, and they throw the body in and it showed, and I know it wasn't real. But it brought it back to my mind how, how evil. Baal's servants are. How evil Baal's servants when a six-year-old walks in and shoots a school teacher. When a man, just because they're having a party that he really ain't invited to, can walk in and take the life of 20 people. How cruel are, are Balaam's servants and neighbor I'd like to tell you something I don't care if it's your boy your wife's boy or grandma's boy when they do drugs they've invited Balaam into their heart somewhere somewhere about six years old Roger, Daddy act like he liked beer so good, and Mitchell Hawks act like he liked it so good, and Swanson Hawks act like he did, and Charles Moxley, and they play cards and sit their old beer down, and I'd slip around after the suds went down, and pour suds all into one can, and drink it. I invited Balaam into my heart. We wonder why it's open on the streets. Can I tell you something? We wonder why there's thousands of women out there voting for abortion rights. I know if it's life-saving, I understand all that bit. But if it's sexual craving and you got pregnant, you better take care of that baby. Neighbors, it's serious today. 
about the size of a man's hand. How big is that? A cloud the size of a man's hand. They probably didn't have glasses in them days, but that hand might have been taken care of them all the time. And he kept going back. About the seventh time, he come back and he said, there's a, a cloud out there about the size of a man's hand. I'm preaching on just a, a little cloud. It ain't an Indian message, a little cloud. Amen. It's the message out of the Bible. A little cloud the size of a man's hand. And you think about I can't even get there. If it hadn't rained a drop at your house in three years. I believe when they might have not have all been there. But when they realized that the man of God had passed by, got in touch with God, and a little cloud about the size of a man's hand. And it must have been a rushing water because Elijah said, get down from here, Ahab. Get down from here. When the people began to hear how God had put water on the cornfield and our wheat, our grass would begin to grow a little. Ahab was so so uh, selfish that he, uh, he sent men out. He said, if you can find a valley or a place by the river or a little branch or spring that's still running, he said, I want to take my horses down there. He wasn't worried about them dying. He wanted to make sure he had enough horses to keep fighting. Amen. That's how we are today. I'm going to tell you, your house going to burn. That car's going to burn. If a motor don't blow first, and then it'll still blow. But think about who sent the rain to your house? Who sent the rain to your house? You know what the water represents is the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God. It's so sad, neighbor, how little our mind. I didn't realize what a great mind I had till I started losing it. Yeah. I didn't realize how great my voice was till I started losing it. I didn't even know I had a thyroid. And I didn't know that can just drive you crazy. Yeah. So what I'm telling you, there's a whole lot of things you don't know. But if you hang around, it's coming. It's coming. I visited in a nursing home. It wasn't Shirley, bro. I said, another, another nursing home Thursday. And I ain't never heard my Scotty. Bill, you shouldn't say all this stuff, I know. I'm going to tell you all the truth. He got down beside the great king. He prayed to fire you hell. The great king was stole out of the frame. And I got a call yesterday. And uh, she said, I heard you went to visit Greg. I said, yeah. He said, he didn't tell us he can't talk much. That stroke. He said, the man beside of him said, you come by. She said, I couldn't figure out who. And the man, I don't know him. I stopped and talked to him too. 
And he said, Bill, come by. And she said, Greg was behind the curtain. And she said, and Scotty too. <laughs> Amen. Scotty came too. And he prayed as pretty a prayer as I've ever heard. I told her, I said, just go ahead and pray. You done talked till I can't get a word in edgewise. Hey, I didn't say that. But go ahead and pray. And then I can't get him to church on Sunday morning. Can I tell you something? When the prophets of Baal get a hold of you and fill up that little place that I preached about in the sanctuary the other Sunday morning. Amen. That's what's leading us. If you think you can't lay down beer, ask Larry Johnson. And he's going to turn around and say, and he took bills too. So if you think you can't get away from drugs, I hear this all the time. Ask TJ. I seen him crazier in a bat. Hope he don't go no crazier. Amen. He stomped his phone. Went out and broke the rails on his porch, kicked them. How stupid. Well, do you wonder why? Because they're fallen, the prophets of Baal. Let me tell you why you ain't saved today. You're listening to the prophet of Baal. I can't get done. I just can't. Will y'all come back if I shut up? But I'm going to tell you, after all these faith moves that Elijah made, and you think they ain't powering Satan, Jezebel sent word, sent her servants, go see Elijah and tell him the same things that happened to my prophets. Those that eat at my table is going to happen to you. I'm paraphrasing. There's more to it. Fear. You know what Corona done to a lot of churches? God had seen the faith. God had saved them. They'd seen the work of God. They'd seen God move obstacles. They'd seen God put families back together. And they'd seen healings. And here come the old prophet right straight out of China. Amen. Here he come, Corona. He said, you're going to die if you go and get this. And the worst place at all is in church. So we headed out to listen. The churches could have fed a lot of people on what's been spent on live streaming. People said in card, I thought this morning, after two had prayed, you know, and I was getting late for church, and I was sitting in there on my desk just reading the Bible when they called. And I had a cup of coffee. Sitting there and I, I, and I'm praying. I picked up a cup of coffee and took a drink. I thought, my Lord, I am respectful. I know there's in Galax. Eyes and low gap. But God's in heaven. God in all sin I. And he took off and he ran. And God had to encourage him again. Elijah said, I'm only the one left. He said, there's 7,000 never bowed there near the bell. Get up and go back and fight the battle. What's happened to us, church, is just common to man. Amen. 
Hey, we ain't been invaded in our lifetime. None of us in our lifetime. A miracle has not been invaded by the enemy. I'm coming in with sword and gun and a shield, neighbor, but we're being whipped with drugs, TV, pornography, seeing the things of the world. So if Elijah can run, I probably can too. Amen. As fast as he was coming off the mountain, I wonder how fast he run. Jezebel didn't have a change. She didn't need to follow him. She done scared him to death. Neighbor, think about watching that little cloud. I, I seen through the eyes of faith in that hospital room. I don't even know what room I was in. But there was a cloud about the size of a man's hand. The cloud protected from sunshine. The same cloud protected from a from a drought. The same cloud leads us, guides us, and directs us. Oh, I wanted to see the cloud move over our church in a mighty way, like I have seen. Have I ain't you trouble? You forsaken God. I love you, church. I ain't done, but I love you. Pray for me. Mine's coming to an end. But I got a cloud pretty well soaked. Amen. <laughs> Glory to God, just waiting for me. I love you from the depths of my heart. Stand your feet if you're lost. If you're lost. If you backslid on God, I won't aggravate you. Get up. Stand up. Say, get down. There's abundance of rain coming. I'm talking about the Spirit of God speaking to your heart. And then after that, a glorious time forever in heaven. Get saved. Don't let the little things of this life eat us up. Don't let it. Don't let it eat us up. Come as God speaks to our heart.